Hi, hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the Smashing Scholar Sessions. Uh, my name is Pat and this week I have a guest from a post-metal, post-rock band who would have started out as more of a sludgy post-metal doom band. Something. We can get through to all that afterwards, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to welcome a band that I've had an, a love for for the last six years, as you can probably see from behind me here, I have all their albums. Yeah. Um, a band called We Lost the Sea, and I have guitarists with me, Mark Owen. Mark, an absolute pleasure oh, to have well. you here, man. I'm no, so, thanks for having me, man. so thrilled cool. to have you, really. Um, it's been a long time coming trying to get hold of you. You're you're a tough man to catch. Yeah, I don't I don't mean to be. It's not no, no. it's not intentional. <laughs> but we've done it. I managed it. Yeah, we're here. What can you say? So I suppose I have met you before, haven't I? Because we met back in Dunk 2017. Um, yeah, we did. What an incredible show that was, Mark. Looking back, you know, um, I would have yeah. been a, I would have been a fan, as I said before that. But that show, fuck it. People still talk about it, you know. How did it feel for uh, you? Yeah, it was uh that that was that was crazy. So that was um I think at the time that was the biggest show we'd ever played. Yeah. Uh and it was the first show we played out of the country. That's right. And um It was a bit yeah, of a rush had a, fee, wasn't it? Yeah. We had a hell of a day. We had a hell of a couple of days. So we went up, we had this uh we had a bus, and when I say bus. <laughs> I mean, like a, a stretched van, right? So it's right, not right, even right. like a splitter, like not like one of those Mercedes splitters, like a, a bus that had been retro fitted out to yeah. have um, like bunks in the back. I think we had nine bunks, wow. something. Uh, tiny little tables, everything like this. No aircon, middle of summer. Um, and we, <laughs> I, we actually, have, I actually remember seeing that rolling off. The, yeah, off yeah, the yeah. We were just yeah, like turning up. Yeah, so uh, we... The night before, we had been driving. Um, I can't remember what the place is called. But there's a studio, and we'll go. Went there to record and uh, do like a session where they film it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And on the way there, we blew a tire on our trailer. Oh fuck! Um, and so we um, stand on the side of the road. Had to basically uh, like unload all our gear or whatever, ah. change this tire. We ended up getting there at like three in the morning or something. We all just like kind of crashed out, ran, and we didn't know where we were. We we're in some weird little tiny <laughs> village in Germany somewhere. And, um, and so we got up and like, we did this like session thing and yeah. started having fun. And we like had some pizzas and drank a bunch of beer. It was like a public, it was a public holiday too. Like a, that's right. one day or two days. Yeah. That's right. And, um, and then we got like, then we like left and everyone was like on a high and we're all heaps happy. And we had a couple of beers and we're like, we're going to wake up like real early and be at Dunk and spend the whole day at Dunk. And it's going to be amazing. And then, um, yeah, then we woke up on the side of the road somewhere in Germany and our <laughs> bus driver was asleep and uh, we were just like, what the hell? <laughs> and I got up and uh, we got off the bus and like, we're like, we've got another flat tyre and we don't have another tyre. Uh, and we're hours <laughs> preparation, from Preparation, huh? <laughs> no, no spare yeah, tyre. we were just like, yeah, we called our, like, we called our manager, like our uh, label manager, Mike, uh, Mike Solo. He's the guy who runs Birds Road. Yeah. You've probably seen his name around the traps. Yeah, and, uh, I do, yeah. Basically called him, we're like, bro, get us a helicopter, get us something. Like, let's, we've got a, we don't actually have money for a helicopter, so that's not what we expected. But uh, <laughs> we just like, just get us there. Anyway, we um, eventually, Daryl, our driver, kind of woke up and we said, like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, apparently there's a, like a, you know, like service station, like a car place, yeah. tire place. 
uh, the opens at nine or whatever, and it's down the road. And so then we ended up in like this tiny little like village on the side of like this hill. And uh, the dude was, we, we couldn't spit, like, uh, our driver, like, he was pretty bad at communicating with people, kind of just, like, pointed and grunted kind of thing. And this, like, lovely, like, old German dude, like, came out and, like, gave us coffee and we are just like, ah, this is the best ever. And he fixed the thing and then we just, like, powered to dunk. Mad. And I think we got there probably, like, an hour before we went on Jeez, or something. So it's crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't heaps of fun. But I imagine, mean, what, like... like to do all that, Mark, like, and to, to put on the show that you did, like, you know, it was incredible, like. Yeah, it felt really good. I think, um, you know, it was just felt, all felt very natural, I suppose, didn't it? It just fucking happened, like. Yeah, I think, uh, it, I think the cool thing about it was that, um, like, I think everyone was experiencing something, like, mm. it felt like that we were all having an experience together. I didn't feel like that we were up there necessarily, like, performing and being yeah. the band it felt like that everyone was like having a time i don't know yeah, that yeah. might sound dumb or pretentious or whatever but no no um, I, I understand because from where i stood i felt the same it just everything just felt yeah just felt natural yeah. felt real you it, know it felt like a really shared experience yeah and, um, yeah and i think i mean we'll probably talk more about departure songs whatever but that's i think that's the that's probably the, the, the cool thing about that record is that like um, we don't like feel necessarily like that we really have any ownership over it now. Like okay. we kind of have given it up and it's gone and done its own thing. And now it's kind of like, that's the record. And it is. Yeah. It's you know, some dumb things have been said about it. And like people like talk about it a lot and, you know, which I appreciate all of it, obviously. And mm. sometimes I'm just like, uh, we, we talk about the same record here. Like, and, <laughs> um, and, you know, but it's one of those records, I suppose, that, like, if anyone asks me, you know, like, as it, the Smashing Skull Sessions here, like, covers all genres of metal, rock, you name it, you know, Mark? But, like, Departure Songs is, a, is an album everybody needs to have, you know? There's a moment for it in everyone's life where you, where you, you need to sit down and listen to this record, like, yeah. you know? And, and I've sort of been pushing it and pushing it to anyone who sort of will listen to post-rock or post-metal. I say, listen to that yeah. and get back to me in an hour. And then yeah, yeah, later yeah. they're going, fuck, that was incredible. Yeah. You know, what an experience. Yeah. But it took me a while yeah. to get to it as well, like because I was listening to post-rock for a while and I, I just never, just never played it. But I remember one evening why I played it and that was it. Yeah. That was it, you well, know. Thanks, man. Yeah. Then we, we, we'll probably cover that again in a minute. Yeah. Um, and then we got, then, then I ran into you near the, uh, near the beers. <laughs> where else? <laughs> Yeah, where else? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I ate We're some just, food. I just had Irish a shower. Go, like. Yeah, it's, well, that's right. It's, I'm I'm a poor dude on tour in another country. <laughs> I'm looking for beer as well. So, but um, you were see, so you were getting free beers, weren't you? I was getting free beers. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Dude, and to be fair, you did share me a few. Yeah, it's the only reason to play music, to be honest. So, <laughs> I mean, if you can't get you can't get free beers, then I mean, if America sorted out their catering, then we'd come. Oh, but, yeah. uh, yeah, that's everyone that's hears that. I hope everyone hears that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, come on, USA. Like free beers. <laughs> I actually was speaking to Bruce from uh, Pray for Sound. Oh yeah, about some touring stuff and just like chatting and whatever. And um, he said that when he tours in the US, they don't even have alcohol in their rider, like just because no, no one gives it to them. And I don't know. This sounds dumb, and I'm. It's probably not the topic to talk about, but it's. Uh, it's a really unique experience being in Europe. The the hospitality is out of this world, and yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, it, it makes for the, everyone at Dunk is just so amazing and wonderful. And uh, Dunk uh, is just one of those unique places, like isn't it? One of those shows. It's yeah. It's yeah, something it everybody like- should should witness at some stage in their lives, even though it has changed, as you know, Mark. Like it's gone from the forest now, it's gone to Ghent. So yeah, that's it's a, uh, it's a bit of a shame. Year, like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but so, come here, look. Can we go back to um, last two years? What have you been up to, lads? Because lockdown yeah. and everything that goes with it has been a, a fucking disaster. Like, so I know a couple have had kids. Am I right? There's been a few. Yeah, uh, yeah, so Carl is about to become a father. Okay. Uh, so I think uh, his wife is due in like a week or two. All right. Um, and Matt Harvey, uh, he had a little boy last August. Yeah, I've seen a few pictures online. Yeah, he's, he yeah, seems to be enjoying cute. life, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's which well, is funny. The pictures, are, just, the pictures are showing that anyway. Who knows what happens yeah, in the that's background. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we stopped and we did that. I mean, obviously, the pandemic has uh, fucked everything up, hasn't it? Changed everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't been fun for. Well, I suppose from a live live point of view and touring point of view, it, it destroyed things for you. Like, but did you make did you make hay while you were in lockdown? Did you record? Did you get together? Uh, so we, um, so it's like a Australia lockdown pretty hard for pretty long. Yeah. Um. And I think the last like big lockdown we had, I I think I didn't see the guys for probably six months or something. All right. Um, we just before, um, yeah. So I think we about maybe late May. I think we okay. got into a studio and did some demos. Oh, very um, good, Jay. And uh, some cool stuff came out, but then I don't think we saw each other until uh, like December, maybe. Okay. Or something. Good, so we've gotten back. Was it a good thing to get away, take time out? Yeah, I recharge the batteries yes. and everything else. Like, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, we we've, we've been so we dropped five songs in 2015 and mm. have been busy since. Right. And so, um, well, I mean, moderately busy. Everyone, yeah. everyone in the band has like full-time jobs and exactly everyone has a life kind of stuff. Of it, so yeah. yeah that's right so when you add in family and that and uh trying to write music play music to uh and you know yeah. tour, yeah. but within the four <laughs> the conflicts of work and family is mad. That you've got. Yeah. exactly right yeah. yeah so uh we're lucky enough to do europe and then do two years of uh in a row going to china uh and did a couple of uh australian tours which were all really good. And I mean, China, man, fuck it. That was like, yeah, man, that's, that's it, it a sounds so, <laughs> so crazy. Like, isn't it? We last to see hit in China. Man. How yeah. was it? How, how was that experience? Because, uh, again, amazing language barriers, and, everything else. Uh, we, yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm the worst person for communicating. <laughs> Even in English, I'm absolutely horrible. Uh, and I just have speaking like to to the locals, yeah. Even saying hi and thank you and stuff, I sucked. Like I was just like, <laughs> lots of waving and the stuff. big wave, yeah, 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 yeah. Thumb, lots of thumbs ups. Uh, but yeah, it was such a, an amazing experience. Um, Jeff, who's the guy who runs New Noise, mm. uh, he's actually from he's uh, from uh, he's from Belgium, and uh, he went there for uni. He was studying something like. Um, 
like ancient Chinese history or something. Okay. And he just like fell in love and stayed there. And um, oh, wow. he's such a gracious host and uh, his staff are amazing. Brilliant. And we just, you know, we didn't want for anything. We didn't have to stress about anything yeah. except getting on and off trains, which is like the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's up to timing, is it? Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> um, we got high-speed trains a lot of places. And yeah. uh, so we'd be standing on the side of a platform with all our gear waiting uh-huh. to just get on and ram it on and uh-huh. hide it somewhere. Um, so it was, it was, that was a pretty wild experience, yeah. but, uh, like lots of fun. And we had, had a ball and, uh, the Chinese audience is incredible. They're really, really responsive, um, and appreciative and like the, uh, they make you feel really welcome. And we what, had such what a, size venues were you playing, Mark? What, 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 what was the capacity? Uh, so? yeah, bigger than we play here in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so that's nice. Uh, yeah, I think we're playing like anywhere. I think the smallest venue would have been like around 500 cap maybe. And the biggest oh, wow. one was like, yeah, I think like 1200 or something or something oh, like big, big enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's big. I mean, well, like, don't big, big don't expected. like, so. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's, it just seems preposterous to us that uh, anyone would turn up to see us anywhere. Yeah. Uh, let alone, you know, doing 10 dates in China. And it's, it's I think we, like, I know you're, you're incredibly humble about it. Like, I, I mean, the, but the music does speak for itself, you know, I mean, there, there's a reason people go to see you. Like, I mean, your yeah, live shows, well, I mean, the energy that's there anyway, even for a live show, not to mind the music you have and that you play, but just the yeah. energy you bring on stage. Like, I mean, obviously, well, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's like the best thing to do. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. It's like is, is, is it that much of a high for you playing live? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's like it's my favorite thing. Yeah. I think um it, you know, and sometimes we take it as a band where like a we can be a really serious bunch of guys. We could also take the piss out of everything, but uh we spend a lot of time assessing ourselves and yeah, stressing yeah. about like little things that we probably shouldn't stress about. Exactly. And sometimes we forget that, hang on, everyone just chill out. We're in like, like Poland, you know, we're I in know. Warsaw playing a show. Like exactly. Trying to relax. It's yeah. hard to take a step back and look at it, is it? Yeah. And just say, fuck it, let's enjoy this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I, I mean, the, it's, it's, it's interesting because I actually, uh, I've obviously I've listened to the live recording of that dunk thing and, I can hear all my mistakes or whatever. But, um, <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking about it. And yeah. um, when it first happened, I was like, oh, we should have like, filmed that or whatever. Um, but I'd love to go back and actually see it because I think that that, that first European tour, especially touring with Meniscus, um, yeah. it really like gave us a new perspective, I think, because uh-huh. uh, a little bit of us was maybe like uh, – a bit overconfident and like, oh, you know, we can do this with our eyes closed. We can just yeah, go yeah. and do it. And then watching those guys perform every night, like, like we'd get up and I think one of the first two or three shows, one of them was a bit off and it was probably because we're pretty hungover and everyone was just like, oh. <laughs> and then we just watched Meniscus just like destroy every single yeah. night. And we're like, we need to like lift our game. And I think yeah. that changed our uh, the way we play and the way we do things as a whole band. And yeah, it's interesting now. If, yeah, that's right. And I think if you uh, saw us play live now, well, I hope if you saw us play live now that uh, you would think that we were better. 
Yeah. So I think we're right. definitely a better live band now than we, than we were. Back, back in 17, yeah. Yeah. Again, I suppose everyone got just got caught up in the emotion of it all, I think, that night. And that's what made that dunk experience so special, like, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's right. Everything I think, just clicked, yeah. like, you know. The, and the energy was definitely there. I mean, you can yeah. actually listen to the record. It's it's very fast. It is and, fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very excited. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, that's okay. I mean, but like you even mentioned meniscus, like they were incredible at at dunk yeah. as well. I mean, their show was another top, yeah, they're top an, show. Yeah, they're an yeah, incredible was, band. So yeah, um, again, we, yeah, we could probably spend a day talking about the part. Yeah, Let me go back to maybe your earlier stuff, Mark. Um, yeah, yeah. Finest place on earth and Crimea. Yeah, obviously, I suppose a lot of people in the post rock know your history, but I suppose others in this Smashing Skull session, fans we call them are people who watch the show, won't know about the passing of um, your vocalist. Yeah. Um, I suppose a lot of bands would find that tough to, to, to come back from, you know. Um, but you seem to have the hunger to continue. How, how did that happen, yeah, think, you know? Um, how, how did it... How, how do you so do that? We, we, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the answer is that we just kind of had to, um, yeah. not for any reason outside of the band, but um, it's uh, you know, um, so we just had released uh, the quietest place on earth, mm. um, which we had recorded. Uh, so we didn't release that two thousand and twelve, and I think we we had recorded that in like March or April two thousand and eleven. Okay. Um, and so when we finally released it, we had uh, two two guys left, or three guys had left because okay. I think when we rec- when we recorded that we had n- nine members. We were like the post rock Slipknot, <laughs> um, and, uh, and um, I just remember we, we we had a call, we had a meeting. I well, not band meeting. We were meant to have a band rehearsal, and one of the, two of the guys, two of the guitarists, left at mm. once. Oh. Uh, just because things weren't happening, what stuff was happening in people's lives. We were yeah. young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ten years ago, I was I was twenty five, and like, I was yeah. the second, and I was the second oldest in the band um, yeah. by like a bit. And uh, Chris, our singer, Torby, he, we were kind of standing around, and me and the other guys, I was done. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm, I've, I'm done. Let's yeah. just, yeah. let's just put the record. I'll go home. I'll just put the record up online. And Chris was like, no, he said, no, it's not happening, dude. Like, this is it. This is what I've got. This is like all I've got. Um, mm-hmm. This is all I want to do. Like, you know, you're not doing this. I'm going to like yeah. do something. He's like, I'll call. He's, we call Matt Harvey. We call him Turtle. Don't even know why. But that's his nickname. And uh, <laughs> he said, we said, he said, oh, I'll, I'll call, I'll call Turtle. And I was like, yeah, go on. Hey, tell him, and uh, I think I said something like, "Tell him he can't use any of his own gear or something," because he was playing in a hardcore band. Yeah, yeah. had been, and um, yeah, and so he called and that kind of thing, and he jumped in, and we're like, "All right, let's do this." And and so we just released the record, uh, and so that we released that December, <laughs> I think, like twelfth, two thousand twelve mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, uh, and then we did like a really small, like four date national little i say national i mean australia is massive right so yeah yeah it's a huge country but not many people live 
not many people live in it for one, and they don't live. <laughs> they all kind of live in the same just spot. In the, the sections, yeah, yeah. The big yeah, yeah, yeah. So space. it's like yeah. just it's like Sydney, Melbourne, some people in Brisbane, yeah. And then if you have to go to Adelaide, you go to Adelaide. People from Adelaide are going to be upset about that, but Adelaide's <laughs> a beautiful place. Um, so, uh, so we did that, um, and Chris was in a pretty bad like spot, I think mm-hmm. then. Uh, and then he passed away not yeah. really not too long after that. And um, just before he p- had passed away, we had found out that we were meant to like uh, open for This Will Destroy You. And um, that was like going to be like our big first big show. We yeah, just yeah. played, um, we actually, we had just played with Rosetta. Okay. And that, and that was a lot of fun. And we'd done really like played really well and smashed it and thought, yeah, yeah this is yeah all off to a good start. It's going to be sick. And then, uh, Chris passed away and we played that show uh, without him. We played like an instrumental set. Okay. Um, and then the plan was essentially we're just like, well, what's the, what's the plan? What are we going to do? Uh, and we kind of talked about it. And we never really, like, honestly, we never really talked about like calling it a day. And I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I think, you know, people can think about whatever, but I think I just said, no, fuck him. Like, if you know. I'm not stopping doing what I love because mm-hmm. of this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I love the dude and I yeah, you know, yeah. wish he was here and all that kind of shit. But I just was like, this, you know, this is what. This is what like, you want to do. I, and I, always did. I enjoy yeah. doing and yeah. now I want to keep doing it. And we just were like, well, let's just start writing and uh, we'll see what happens. And we'll talk to some people about vocals and all that kind of stuff. And we mm-hmm. just started writing and we had one guy who's a, uh, was a really good friend of Chris's and he's a great vocalist and, uh, he came down and he actually burnt through some of the old songs with us. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, this is, could be a good fit. It could sound real good. And then we ended up playing like a weird set where we, we played with, did you ever hear that band of Red Paintings? No, that's, that's new to me. Yeah, they're like, they're like a, uh, I wouldn't even know how to explain them. I think our, our, our label guy, Mike, was like managing them for a while or okay. something. And they, they're like this, I want to say goth rock, but not goth rock, like kind of avant-garde. Yeah, uh, like rock and roll, and they were a bit like they were real quirky. They had like artists would come on stage and like paint pictures as the band was playing. And okay, I see um, that being done before, actually. Yeah, 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 it, was, yeah, like, yeah. it was all cool or whatever. And we, we ended up like uh, opening for them or something. Um, and the the guy who was going to sing for us came and watched, and halfway through the set, he just disappeared, wow. and then we just, like, didn't really hear from him again. So we're just like, "Oh, that's that." Actually, I think he messaged our drummer and was like, "Sorry, man, I just can't do it." And we were just yeah. like, "Okay." And then we were just like, "Cool, well, let's just see what happens." And then we just started writing, and at some point, we're just like, "I guess we're instrumental now." Like this is this is just the way it is. <laughs> This is just the way it is. And we didn't know what we we're doing. We had no idea how to be an instrumental band. We'd yeah. spent, you know, five years as a band trying to be Cult of Luna. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just were like, all right, I guess we just keep going. And I think that's, you know. So, even going, the, back to, going back to those albums, Mark, like, um, yeah. Have, are you playing them live at all? Do you ever play any tracks from so, them? Or is it a plan to in the future now? Uh, we played. So after we got back from uh, Europe, we actually did a tour where it was uh, five years of The Quietest Place on Earth. Yeah. And we um, played the majority of the songs from the record, did a tour, and uh, another one of our mates came along and uh, did vocals, and he's got okay. a really big voice, and he's yeah. really good. And it felt really good. It was really fun. Um, it was really cool. Yeah. 
uh, to go back and kind of do it. And we do, uh, we play Balaclava Cold from the first okay. album, like occasionally. Yeah. Uh, we play that like, we can, and we can play the instrumental because it's like two and a half minutes yeah. long yeah. and it's heavy and it's like feels fun. Um, but we've done it a couple of times with a different vocalist here or there, like any, someone who knows gets up and has a crack. And that's what I was um, going to ask you. Yeah, I was wondering, like, was there a chance of maybe, again, touring either album and bringing a guest vocalist along or, you know? Well, we we ended up in 2019, we did a national tour. with mm-hmm. was like our album launch tour for Triumph and Disaster. Uh, and in Sydney and Melbourne, we did two two old songs uh, as well. We played, we played for something dumb, like, I don't know, like, an hour and a half or something and or whatever. Like we played so long. It was so dumb. <laughs> um, but, uh, and we had, um, we had two guys get up who were both great vocalists. Yeah. And we, we closed out the set with like um, Bark and Charge from uh, Quiet's Place on Earth yeah. and Balaclava. Oh, but we actually had like people leaving en masse, you know, yeah. who were just like, oh, I saw this guy. He was an older guy. He like grabbed his wife by his hand and like, charged out of the venue um strange and i get it, it was weird and i had this thing after and i was like well that's the band we like used to be yeah and the band we are now is is this band and we should um you know we obviously want to respect and be you know pay i guess attention to where we came mm. from and musically yeah. and all that kind of stuff but also the majority of our fans are from when we became instrumental mm-hmm. uh and I, I don't know, maybe they should have had more of a heads up. I don't know how, but it felt weird. Like I felt like it was two different, two different kind of. Like was it was it a chapter close? Basically, was it? Do you think? I, felt, I really felt like yeah. At the time, yeah. I was like, you know what? I think it's time we put that away. And yeah. Uh, and so we've got um. It's actually ten years of the quietest place on earth this year. That's right. Uh, and we were talking about like touring and playing songs for it and stuff. And I was just like, sorry, how like that? And I was just like, ah, um. I was like, I don't know if we need to. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if we need to or want to. Maybe we've actually always talked about like at some point playing like all the records or whatever, and like just supporting ourselves and playing like three <laughs> sets or something. Just like, we always talk about dumb shit like that. But uh, I think unless we did something where it was like a really like big homage to our whole back catalogue, yeah, um, yeah, I doubt that they're gonna pop in and out. I get you, and um. Yeah, and like in terms of like the guest vocalists moving forward or whatever, like we definitely haven't like shut that off and aren't yeah. opposed to it. Um, but it's not something that we're actively seeking right now. Um, I suppose it's yeah, yeah, go sorry. Yeah, I was just saying, like, I mean, like, whatever about the, the previous, the older records, I mean, even Triumph and Disaster, like, which came out in 2019, is that yeah, it? I mean, yeah, that didn't get the chance to tour properly sure didn't because of COVID because no. of restrict. I mean, it's a, it's an awful shame like that that album didn't get, get to be shared with everybody just like departure songs did because it was a great follow-up, a very strong album. Yeah. And I think it, it went a bit under the radar because of the timing. So yeah. Would you, would you yeah. consider touring that album again? Yeah. Yeah. I would, As, I definitely still want to play that. I think, um, uh, whatever we write, whatever is being written currently and stuff like that, until we do Europe again. Yeah. Um, at the moment, it's in the works for end of this year and hopefully summer next year. Um, 
and until we get to do Australia again and play it, it's uh, we're not done with it. Yeah, so it's just kind of on cool. hold at the moment. It's actually it's it's this some of those tracks are like the best live songs we have. Yeah, uh, like Parting Ways live is off its head, and Towers live is like Towers. Uh, fuck it, what a track, man! Yeah, you get to the end and like I'm just well, I'm just ecstatic that I've lasted that long. But I also um, <laughs> I just it's 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 fun. It's it's big. It's huge. It's, it's huge. It feels yeah. real yeah. good. Uh, and I think um, I think the the starkness of the recording of the record um doesn't actually show the the magnitude of that that, that track i get you i get you so, yeah, it's um, definitely for a live environment i think that track and it towers yeah because it is it is colossal like it i mean that yeah, was yeah. The first, is that the first track <laughs> you released from that album actually did you release that first towers yeah yeah we did we yeah. did uh we did on purpose so yeah um we were just like what is the least like a gallant gentleman and yeah. we're just like towers or a, polar, a polar opposite to that like yeah, yeah let's i mean do it 20 minutes <laughs> oh it was cat- like fuck it i walked listening to it i the car in the car everyone who sat in my car had to endure yeah, yeah. repeated <laughs> towers for maybe two months solid it was crazy was excellent yeah. yeah i do like that track it's a great track so um let me go to um something i spotted during the week there mark uh, damnation festival yeah and there's your name on the that's dumb it's crazy man isn't it oh <laughs> uh, it's 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 very dumb it's, it is uh, crazy if, oh, if someone how did it happen uh, who made uh, contact so um uh, i've got a little bit of gavin he's saying i think it's getting just they just uh i don't know if they're going to touch we've got a european booker now who yeah. works closely with mike I don't know if we punished them or they asked us. I actually, I do. I'm pretty sure that they asked us and initially they asked us if we would play. They actually off, uh, they, they, they wanted us to play uh, departure songs in full. Okay. And so they wanted our first, like, cause we hadn't played the UK yet. Yeah. So, yeah. cause we did, and uh, they wanted our first UK show to be uh, there. And uh-huh. this was because we went to play portals in 2000. And, yeah. I want to say 20. And then that's been pushed back and then that's been pushed. And then right. now the dates don't line up. And so hopefully we're getting to portal soon. But um, so when I think when this like November run, we started talking about doing came up, we had a couple offers and they initially wanted us to play uh, departure songs. And I think they were going to like make it kind of worth our while and we were like oh no <laughs> and so we kind of like we would love to but um well a we're like this it's pretty we didn't really know much about it we we're just like oh no nah, let's let's not do that like or whatever and then yeah. um and i remember i, I googled the festival uh-huh. but i so it's because it's gone back to manchester now right so yeah that's right um so when i think i first googled it i googled uh like the festival, but I Googled it for Manchester. Okay. And then I like was trying to find like photos or whatever. And I think, I think it might've been there like in the first year or two or something like 10 years ago, 15 okay. years ago or something like that. And so all these tiny little venue photos came up and I was just like, Oh, this is, <laughs> oh, is going to be interesting. And then, um, and then I saw an email chain and someone was like, Oh, they're announcing this festival. And I was like, ah, okay. Like it's going to be one of those, those little yeah. like, festivals or whatever, yeah. which is yeah. fun. 
and then like I saw the poster and I was like, hang on, is that say does it actually say converge? And we we're just like, oh my yeah. god, what the fuck is going on? It's this mad, like converge ministry dumb. at the gates. I mean, yeah. Oh, when they announced at the gates the other day, I was just like, this is getting dumber. Um, you know, like it's full of hell, like just oh, because mad. Yeah, I mean, we as a band, we probably listen to. Like we listen to a lot of stuff, obviously, mm. but we come from like the heavier side of stuff. Like, yeah, um, all the dudes were playing in hardcore bands growing up, and um, like mass metal bands or whatever. And uh, like Carl, one of our guitarists, he yeah. like still plays in a band called Low, who like toured Europe, and they're on Pelagic, and uh, well, I think they were on Pelagic, but like like heavy stuff. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so to see all these bands, like if someone had told me when I was like 18, 19 listening to you know, you found me that I was going to play with that band one day. I'd be like, nah, that's dumb. Like, yeah, don't, it's crazy. Don't, don't and joke about that. It's brilliant to see, you know, just such a diverse mix. I suppose it's great to see bands like that playing in, in, yeah, the, same, yeah. in the same show, you know. it's Yeah, someone someone knows what they're doing who's curating that, that, absolutely, that kind of yeah. festival. And, and they're and pushing so, um, departure songs on you, so from start to finish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We, I mean, we haven't done in the UK so uh i guess we'll do it at some point yeah um but it'll be about finding the right time to do it and i don't know if playing to a festival of a bunch of half-cut dudes from manchester is the time to to bust it out so (laughs) (laughs) it'll be interesting that's for sure on you yeah yeah, just walk out on stage and start playing gallant and just it'll be like you know the scene from the blues brothers where they like behind the, the screen, they don't yeah. play Rawhide and they play all those other songs and dudes are hooking bottles. We're just like people throwing pies at us or something. Maybe, maybe. Um, I suppose we'll take this opportunity here, Mark, look, to play a bit of your music, okay? Um, for yeah, cool. I decided on Challenger Part 2, which is a favorite oh, cool. track of mine, yeah. Um, so let's just give it a blast, all right? Yeah, cool. Like the brainwaves of people when they're awake. 
So there, guys, you have it. That is the amazing Challenger Part 2 from Departure Sounds. Tell me, Mark, um, as a guitarist, do you enjoy experimenting with your sound? Um, <clears throat> I'm just looking. Yeah. I was just thinking about yeah. that song. Uh, Go on. Uh, what no, was your thoughts, actually, on, on the song? Yeah, so uh, you kept saying Part 2, but that's Part 1. Uh, <laughs> Apologies. That's right. Uh, no, I, don't know, I don't know if you're going to edit in part two. And I was like, ah. No, no, we just go with it. I made a mistake. Fuck it. I made a mistake. Uh, no, it's all right. Actually, That's all good. Um, so we actually wrote part one almost in like one go without even meaning to. Yeah. Um, so uh, Matt and Harvey had that riff, the wiggy mm. riff. Um, we just called the challenger riff or whatever. Uh, yeah. And, um, I remember we were, we were in this studio in Sydney, uh, and like a rehearsal room, like not a proper studio. And he was playing that. Well, that's kind of cool. Whatever. And then, uh, kind of the first chords of the actual whole song kind of just kind of got bumped around or whatever. And we're just like working on some ideas. And uh, Brendan and Matt were doing this call and response thing. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I just played this like two notes over the top of it for about 40 minutes. And, um, and then we just started <laughs> just jamming and uh, yeah, like playing it out. And it kind of did the, the build thing or whatever. Then it just cut and I just like my hand just like went and I started playing like the next bit where the slide guitar is. And Matt kind of just okay. was like, oh, and then grabbed a slide and started playing. And then we just kind of did that whole thing and that whole first thing. Uh, probably came together in like three hours or something. Like, wow. Like for, for most of it. I mean, obviously we had to then like work it out and change it yeah. and make it better. But as a like a chunk of music, uh, we kind of just hit Came that together so naturally there. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that yeah. song is uh, kind of particularly special, I guess, because it kind of, I guess it gave us the, the confidence to be like, hang on, we could actually like do this. <laughs> like we can, mm. we can, yeah, yeah. we can write some music and, um, so was that one of the first that, tracks? That was the first. Written for Departure Sounds? Yeah. It was the first. Yeah, so that was the okay. first. And then uh, Bogateri was the last. Wow. So, um, yeah. yeah. And then there's only like two other songs on there or whatever. But, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for, for those that will soon find out, the tracks do... Are they're more they're more than your three minute track. That's yeah, sure. that's right. Yeah, well, that uh, gallant, gallant the first song was was meant to be like a three minute song. So was yeah, it? I wrote it. I wrote it at home. Uh, I think it was, I was living in Redfern in the suburb of Sydney, and like the sun was like kind of setting into. Uh, I was in a unit, and we had like this balcony. I had the balcony open. And it was like setting into the room, and I just remember. Yeah. On a little practice amp with like one delay pedal kind of plugged in and just was like just playing this idea over and over again. And uh, I was like, wow, this is, this is cool. This could be like a, an intro. And so the idea was when I took it to everyone, I was like, this is like an intro. Like we play this and then it does the thing and then it just, then we like play a real song. And yeah. uh, I remember like, <laughs> I specifically remember our drum and Dugo, like Nathaniel, kind of just like crossing his arms and being like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's, it's all right or whatever. And I was like, ah, you know, it's all right. We can work it out. And then it just like, I guess it kind of took off and it became something. Just became what it is now. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, look, another incredible track. I mean, the whole album 
speaks for itself. Like, but uh, getting back to the question, yeah, I sorry, asked you, sorry, man. Like, your, um, yeah, um, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I actually I have a really bad habit of buying and selling way too much gear. Uh, yeah, and I will like buy a pedal or a guitar or whatever without ever playing it. Uh, and sometimes <laughs> then I then sell it without ever playing it. So, um, but uh, <laughs> and so I've had some a dumb amount of gear and i've probably lost a dumb amount of money uh if i did the maths but in my head i'm like well i just sold that amp and now i have three thousand dollars and so i can spend three thousand dollars um there's no analogy to it but it just happens yeah, yeah it definitely yeah. just happens but uh just uh recently the last like couple of months or so or whatever i've set up a proper home setup um mm. not not too crazy i've got like a pedal board that sits on my computer desk because i've got a tiny little house uh, and I'm yeah. just running it through like an Iridium, like a amp mod, like emulator thing. Um, okay. And but it's given me a chance to actually like dive into some pedals that I haven't had a chance yeah. to spend lots of time with. Um, okay. But I, I'm, I'm like I, I love pedals. I love delays. I'm right, right into yeah. delays. I mean, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's the part. It's part of the post rock recipe, really, isn't it? Yeah, it can't, really you is. Can't be without. Well, I mean. Uh, one of the things that I try, well, I guess, interestingly enough, is uh, up until recently, I never really wrote um, with like my electric or effects or anything. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. most of the time, I've just got like two, like an acoustic downstairs in my lounge room and one in my bedroom. Okay. Uh, and I just like pick them up and play. And that's how I have written a lot of the stuff of mine that's made it into the, the band. Um, and then, like, so it does not. It's not. It's not a case of you going in, locking yourself into a room with your guitars, and I must come up with something. No, it's a case of pick it up. Uh, yeah, no. I think around. so. With um, when we were writing Trump and Disaster, I was trying to do that a lot, uh, and having yeah. a really bad time um, doing it. And we kind of came up with the concept for the record before, and what we wanted to talk about, and it kind of the theme kind of set the the mood, which kind of set the. I guess the tone of the songs. Uh, yeah. And for me, it was like just a little bit outside of uh, like what I write, like the things that naturally come to me because I naturally write okay. like pretty chordal stuff or like really like repetitive stuff that kind of like swells and builds or whatever. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that record like initially started and I guess is mostly but uh, pretty stark um, and like moody, like, I guess uh-huh. a different mood, but more like it is. Yeah, it f- feels more like uh, you know, it feels more like you're reading Cormac McCarthy's The Road than like something nice okay. or whatever. And uh, which is what we went for. And I guess you know, I guess we we got that. Um, yeah. But it, uh, it it was a real s- struggle for me personally. I wasn't in the, the best like uh, headspace throughout the whole thing okay. anyway. Uh, and so um, a lot of the writing of the like the coming up with the initial ideas, whatever kind of fell on Matt's shoulders. And yeah. he is a guy who will lock himself in a room and okay. sit and just be like, this is what's happening. And I'm spending the next 10 hours working hard. Uh, whereas um, 
I'll like sit and be like, oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. And they'll be like, that's the best idea I've ever written in Center. And I'm like, oh, that's, that sucks. Oh, like, ah, cool. I can't remember how to play it anyway. So don't worry about it. Let's just keep going. Uh, right. But I suppose that's Matt, Matt's artistic side coming through. Is it the fact that he can actually lock himself in a room and do something like that? Because yeah. he does the artwork. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I you mean, know, so I mean, he, he is able to like click into that and not to say that he can't yeah. do the creative, uh, like on the spur moment and stuff. And, all that kind of stuff. We just have different writing styles and um, yeah, which uh, on the last record uh, didn't, uh, not didn't benefit me, but it was, it, I found it really difficult to uh, okay. really inject myself like in terms of my actual riffs and writing into that record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the new stuff we're writing, I, I feel uh, is, not more collaborative because that, that sounds like the other one wasn't collaborative, but uh, it's, it's uh, I feel like that I've kind of found my creative voice again uh, and I'm able to contribute more meaningful ideas and, and better. Yeah. Uh, and because I guess uh, I, I'm part of my role, I guess, writing or whatever often can be that I can like put things almost like storyboard, songs quickly in my head yeah yeah uh and sometimes because i'm not the best communicator i go like oh what is this and people are just like what are you talking about i'm like just trust me bro it's gonna be great and uh give me give me a marker let me let me draw this yeah, yeah, yeah. just like do this and the thing with the singer does this and the cha cha and you do this and people are just like what the fuck are you talking about dude trust me and they're like all right just play i guess trust in marco yeah, yeah but um but yeah so i've actually been able to spend a lot of time with my pedals this time and um that's great chat and i like i love it i love gear it's it's, it's such a bad obsession to have uh it costs mm. so much money um if people want to throw Especially me free gear i'll i'll i have no morals i'll say how good it is there's no there's no harm in asking, yeah, there's right, no harm yeah. in asking. <laughs> free stuff i've been actually, actually yeah, speak- sorry well, i'll keep talking otherwise Interrupt. <laughs> Speaking of guitarists, you, uh, you have an additional guitarist now, don't you? And Carl, Carl yeah. So Carl is he? He is he a full time member of the band now? He is a full time member of the band now. So when we came to Europe, he was just like playing with us. He was like just the yeah. mate, kind of helping out. Uh, and we yeah. have whittled him down and berated him enough that he gave in and was like, "Okay, I'll okay. join your fucking band or whatever." Uh, no, Carl's <laughs> great. He's is. He's a legendary dude. He's a, he's a great guitarist. He's a yeah, smart-minded yeah. um, guy. He's also he's a, he's a designer as well. He does all his own uh, band stuff, and yeah, um, he's just the right guy to have in the band. So uh, he has a lot of other stuff going on musically. He's doing a lot of stuff with Low and things like that. But uh, yeah, he's 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 the right fit for the band. And, he's the right fit, and yeah. um, and, and you know. I mean, it's going to give the live experience another edge, isn't it, Mark? Like, fuck it. As, well, as amazing we, as you sound already. I mean, yeah. wow. Like, well, he, he, he played with us at Dunk. He was there at Dunk. That's right. Um, and before that, we still we always had the three uh, guitarists. So, um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it... Uh, I suppose there's, there's, there's more ideas, isn't there? Fresh ideas coming in from... Yeah, yeah. Like, how, how involved is he in, in the writing of the current music? Uh, so, with the last record, he kind of, like, got involved kind of right towards the end. He purposely and yeah. very openly was like, I don't want to write. Uh, and I don't want... Okay. Uh, he, he 
he writes very um because he's a he's like low he writes all the songs for low he's uh he's like metal band hardcore band or whatever uh-huh. um and so he's another guy who sits at home and just like works away you know chips okay. away at it yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're like we always i don't know if it's like because we don't want to do the hard work or whatever we're always like we feel like a vibe band like we like to get in the room and feel the vibe and feel it all good and and he just like was yeah, like yeah this is how I work or whatever, but he, uh, he definitely towards the end, he got involved and, uh, was more involved And this time. He's, um, he's having a baby. So he's was definitely around for the early demos that we did all the new stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, now we're kind of chipping away a little bits and pieces. So it's not so, uh, like okay. detrimental that he's not there yeah. writing, but he'll definitely like jump back and I guess after the baby and stuff, we're in no hurry to, to write this new record. Uh, we still have to tour Trump disaster and exactly yeah yeah uh, you're like you're two years you're two years behind really aren't you? everybody yeah, is everything's just been put on pause from, right from playing live like yeah, it is yeah, yeah 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 and it's still been I mean so like sorry you go otherwise I'll... go on try no try try for disaster <laughs> I mean is 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 that is that what you're actually touring in when you come to Europe we'll say yeah I guess this year yeah I guess that, that's the, that's the plan that's the plan. Yeah, so we'll be playing uh, stuff off, obviously, the last two records. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard when your songs are so long to, like, kind of find a balance in the set list. Uh, yeah, yeah. And w- without playing for too long, I mean, I'm sure, like, you know, it feels like, I, th- I guess when you, you're, like, initially, you're like, oh, sure, people will love to see us play for an hour and 40 minutes, and you're like, <laughs> and then like when you're halfway through that set and you're you're tired and people are like oh man come on another <laughs> another build like we get it all right yeah you've got delay we get it um and so you know that's like part of touring and working out uh they'd be asking for the radio edition with yeah, yeah, the radio yeah, we'll just cut everything in half we'll just play it quicker <laughs> um we'll just give you the the dunk 2017 version of everything <laughs> It'll be three times as fast. High speed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think that record's only 55 minutes long and the, the, the original's like an hour and seven minutes or something. So uh, you can do the math yourself. Uh, it's pretty quick. Um, but yeah, we'll be playing that. Uh, but I mean, we'll still play stuff from Departure Songs, obviously. And, yeah. Um, but this is Triumph and Disaster's opportunity here now to get yeah, I mean, to get a bit of coverage, you know, and, and, and deserve it coverage because it, as I said, it was just fucking fell at a bad time now. Yeah, yeah, I think it definitely. Uh, I mean, one of the, the cool things that I've noticed during the pandemic, and especially like with post rock music in particular, uh, fans are so like supportive. And once they're like yeah. kind of a fan of your band, like they're in no hurry, like they're not going anywhere. Uh, no, we're no, not, you're right. You know, we're, we're all like dudes in our mid 30s or early 40s. Uh, we're not like a fad band. We're not cool. We're yeah. not, you know, attractive. Or, nah, but, oh, well, I'm pretty good looking. If that, if that doesn't look attractive, <laughs> look at what that artwork is. Yeah, the attractive. artwork is outrageous. So it's, it's really good. It is crazy, yeah. yeah. Another, another angle to it all, isn't it? The, the artwork is incredible. Matt's work there is... Yeah, he works uh, works himself to death. Like, Does he? Yeah. yeah, so when he when he does the art for stuff, it's uh, I can't imagine it's a fun time for anyone in, in his house. Uh, and, um, he, yeah, he, he literally puts like his soul into it and, uh, yeah, yeah. and it works very, very hard. At it. And I mean, the results speak for themselves. And it's, it shows like it, exactly. It does. Like, yeah. okay, I mean, there's reading and there's 
you know, it's the, the, the complete listening experience, isn't it? You know, you have the album playing, the artwork depicting every song. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's a fucking thing of beauty. Like it's yeah. a lot of fun, and um, it's, yeah. it's it's pretty like uh, when you see it all together and stuff. It's it's I feel very lucky that we yeah uh, that he's involved and that we you know we get his to be very proud of, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's. Uh, I I actually think that as we said that the depart uh, the triumph disaster stuff dropped at the wrong time or whatever. But I, I feel mm. like the art from that hasn't really uh, had enough attention drawn to it. No, no, exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah, like I, I, I think it's pretty phenomenal and um, in its own right. Like even just as a standalone art, I think it's it's fantastic. Yeah. So, though, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes these things just take time and. Yeah, who knows? Twenty twenty two should be the year for it. So hopefully, all going well. <laughs> so, yeah, all going well. Now, basically, talking about twenty twenty two. Yep. Um, and coming to Europe mm-hmm. and doing damnation. Yep. Are you going to be doing some smaller gigs? Yeah, we're going to do. Around this? Um, Have you something planned already? Yeah. So uh, I think it's mostly booked. It's going to be. We're going to. Okay. We're going to try and do probably uh, two solid weeks of shows. Um, I Brilliant. can't tell you where they are right now. Uh, I, I kind of okay. know where they are. Um, but the plan is to then come back in summer 2023 and all the people who missed out uh, in November, hopefully we get to them uh, rest the rest of the time. And maybe if Dunk will have us back, we can play Dunk again. If you're listening, let us back. I would say <laughs> There's, not, there's, there's no fear there. Yeah. I'd say welcome with open arms. Uh, and you know, obviously, if you're in the UK, you know, Ireland isn't too far away. Like yeah. it's only a stone throw. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to come over. Yeah, I'd love to. Do a bit oh, of- man, I'd love to. I, um, yeah. Uh, our, our bass player's uh, uh, whole family background is he's from Ireland. Uh, and he's, oh, he's been there and he, you know, he doesn't say much and he drinks a lot. So he'll fit right in. <laughs> Not sure. He's he's already home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, the new album, Mark. Uh, yep. Will we? I know. Obviously, there's no set times or any agenda at the moment. But will we be seeing it this year? Do you think? Uh, probably not this year. Or are you going to give this year to Triumph and Disaster? Basically, this is the yeah, year. Yeah. So um, I would say that maybe if we get back to European uh, summer of. Uh, 2023 that you might start yeah. seeing some stuff live and then maybe Great late stuff. 2023 I would expect it would drop the album um, Brilliant we, we, We're booking some stuff for local now at the moment some local yeah. stuff that if it uh, if it comes together uh, it would be pretty exciting for us with the stuff that we're looking at and uh, this, I guess the time that we had aside for writing and recording this year might be taken up a little bit with touring. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's not and if shit falls through and if, you know, the pandemic kicks off again and if yeah November is postponed again, then you'll see the record sooner. So. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. We would- once, once we see it at some stage, Mark, that's all that matters, really. Yeah, I'm we, have, we have pl- we have plenty to keep us going in the meantime. Yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah. Such, such amazing music you have. Oh, thanks so much, man. So before I wrap up, I just want to ask. I I want to try and ask every I, um, I did, guest. I did I three questions. I did think about these. Good, good, good. So my first uh, one, obviously, is if you rec- if you could record any song from any time, 
of any genre oh, music. That's so hard. That's what would it be to walk into oh. a studio and play and record a track? Do I, do I have I written this track? Like, no, no, oh, no. I just get to play on it. Play, get to play on it. Oh, see, it's gonna sound it's gonna sound dumb, but mm-hmm. it would probably be something off. Uh, something like it would probably be off a night uh, a, a night at the opera by Queen. It'd be yeah. something off that record. Yeah, I just grew up. That was like the first record I remember ever hearing and being obsessed with. And um, wow. like I, I could probably sing you the whole record, start to finish. Still, no, I know all the solos <laughs> in my head. I can't play any of them because Brian May's good, and I'm not. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess something <laughs> probably something from that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Oh, that's oh, a good, I, nice choice. Nice yeah, choice. Yeah. I just I was thinking and, and very it, different. What I was thinking about, and I was like, oh, I could say like you know. Radiohead or Godspeed or, you know, I mean, even like going in and recording like guitar on like Dim or something by Cold of Luna. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. one of those like tracks that like changed everything for me. But I was just like, ah, oh, that's got to be, it's got to be something. That's like, a great call, Mark. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And as I did, the question was if you could walk on stage and play a few tracks with oh, another band, past yes. or present, this if is you were so to be hard. a guest on the stage. Yeah. So hard. I, I thought about this again, and I was I was doing some hard thinking, and I was like, yeah. it's, "It's got to be some. It's got to be some crazy stadium band, right? Yeah. Because I'm never going to play a stadium, so <laughs> it's got to be a stadium band." And then I was like, "Well, it's got to be." And then I was like, "I don't want to just be like any stadium band. It's got to be like a like a Nebworth live, a Nebworth kind of band, okay. or." And then I so I think. Not that I like love them or anything like that, but it'd have to be like a band like Foo Fighters or something, right? Like Foo Fighters or like actually, you know what? It'd be like Oasis at the peak for sure. Yeah. Right? And just like to have the crowd like singing songs and stuff, that's that's got to be like it. must be some sensation up there, isn't yeah, it? it like, I, I, I feel good when like 200 people are, like are just clapping. And uh, I can't imagine, <laughs> you know. Like hundreds of thousands of people singing your songs, that would be like just Brilliant. brain melting. So, so there you go, Queen and Oasis, two, two, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the other answer is always Godspeed, so always yeah. it would uh, it, it was default to Godspeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my base oh, two would, great choices, would be really two great choices probably, man. But whatever. <laughs> and uh, one more question. 2022, can you give me a name of a band or an album to look out for? Yeah, so this is easy. It's the same one I say every time I get asked this question I have for the last, like, 10 years. It's Tangled Thoughts of Leaving. So, uh, band from Perth, Australia. Yeah. They're, they're on Dunk. They're on our label. Uh, they're putting out, I'm pretty sure that they're definitely recording at the moment. The record might come yeah. out this year. Um, and they are just, like, the most phenomenal band live that I have ever seen. I think they're up wow. like top five of the best things I've ever seen. And they just are the loveliest people as well. Um, but they're, they're ferocious and in, in a way that, um, that not many other bands are. It's, it's such a, um, such like a visceral live experience when you see mm-hmm. them and, uh, they're so big. They're like made for big stages. They are like I, I saw yeah. them play at a, a pretty big venue here in Sydney, supporting Slim Makes Waves, and uh, mm. they just were out of this world. They were big, Brilliant. tight, 
the sounds yeah. are good, the songs are good, and uh, the difficult they can be a difficult band to digest. Um, okay. But like they put out a record, I think it might have been the same year as the Parch songs came out. Uh, maybe a year later or a year before. Uh, it's okay. called Yield, Yield to Despair. Um, and if you haven't heard it, you need to stop whatever you're doing and, and listen to it because it's uh, it's an incredible start to finish. It's bleak and it's can be a tough listen, but uh, the interplay between Dirty all the instruments, the, it's, there. it's just incredible. And the, ne- the record after that's really, really good as well. And they've been writing really hard and they've got a new drama. Mm. Uh, who she's been around for a while, but she hasn't uh, written, I don't think, okay. with them before. And so they're writing now with her and she's like my favourite drama to watch, I think. And so uh, wow. that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Tangled Thoughts Perfect. of Leaving from Perth. Hi, Ron. Great. Thanks for that, Mark. Boy. That's, <laughs> that's another great um, mention because I, I do enjoy Tangled Thoughts of Leaving yeah, as well. Great band. Great band, yeah. Mark, I could sit here for hours, I'd say, and chat with you, you know, because yeah, um, I, I, didn't, I didn't even get to talk about the scene in Australia and what the live music scene is like there and everything else. But um, I hope maybe we might get another opportunity down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we maybe. start playing it now, we'll probably have to do it by the time, you know, 2027 <laughs> comes around or something. So. Exactly. Yeah. But look, Mark, Mayor, I want to take this opportunity to thank you, man, no, for coming on. You, man. You know, it's been a it's been a joy to chat with you. Um, as it's I said good, last time we spoke, it's twenty seventeen. Face to face, face to face again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without the beer in me, without yeah, the beer yeah. goggles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you better look. But, uh, if it's okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Cheers. <laughs> so, look, come here. I wish you and band all the best in twenty twenty two. Okay. Thanks. So I wish much, you all man. the best with the um, tour of Triumph and Disaster. Yeah. And and well, hopefully, hopefully damnation goes yeah. well for you yeah. and everything else. I hope so. I just want to stand side of stage and watch Converge, really. So, and you'd have to go on at some stage. There you go. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. It was a pleasure. Thanks thanks so so much, man. And then we catch up again another time. Cheers, man. All right. Cheers, man. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and for listening to Mark and myself. Stay tuned. Next week, we'll have another band to talk about, and hopefully, I'll see you there. Take care, everyone.